All right. Welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do? where we discuss professional standards, committee cases, and code of ethics violations. Here with me today is Jim Camarada from Keller Williams in Minnesota. Hi, Jim. Hello, Jennifer. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you today? All righty. Living the dream. That's good. <laughs> In Snow, Minnesota. What did you call it? Yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Snowmageddon. Yeah, Snowmageddon. No, actually, I'm broadcasting live from um, a little town called Bayfield, Wisconsin, which is up okay. on Lake Superior. It still so, sounds like there's a lot of snow there. Uh, was it was three Thanksgivings ago. We had uh, like over three feet of snow. We were housebound. We were housebound for three days. That sounds terrible. Thank goodness we had plenty of um, uh, liquid beverages yeah. and food. That's good. <laughs> well, what is our case today? How are we getting in trouble? Oh, it's kind of interesting uh, and perhaps a little bit more controversial than some of the others. Good. So I like here's, it. Here's a real estate agent who um, is contacted by a buyer. The buyer wants to see some properties in this particular area. Okay. And so he shows them uh, the, the two that are available. And um, uh, as he's showing, the buyer says, oh, gee, what's what's going on over there? It looks like some, uh, some sort of construction. Uh, is it going to be residential? Is it going to be commercial? Well, what's going on? Uh-oh. And the agent said, I really don't know. Um, I believe it might be one of those new um, attractive shopping centers, but I'm not sure. So that seemed to be enough for the buyer to say, okay, and proceed and buy the house. So, well, you know what happens. It's not going to be that. So the buyer finds out after they've closed and moved in that it's not going to be a shopping center. No, it's, it's going to be some like commercial industrial something, I imagine. Bingo. It's a <laughs> bottling plant. Oh, my God. Now, it wouldn't be Why so bad. building a bottling plant? Or, you know, bourbon or something, you know, <laughs> vodka, but. Uh, no, it's a bottling plant that that whole area was zoned industrial. So filed a complaint that, uh, you know, unethical uh, conduct for failing to disclose a pertinent fact. So it goes before the uh, the hearing panel and you want to take your break now, your commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll come back to it. Yeah. I have questions. So, okay. Oh, let, I know you I'll, will. <laughs> you always do. Always, always, always. So let me tell you about two of our favorite partners. The first one is my favorite marketing tool right now. It has generated so many leads for us and that is Pipeline Pro Tools. And what they are just like a marketing search and search engine. So um, all you have to do is go to pipelineprotools.com slash fight club, request a demo, and they will show you for free how to, um, like the ads that we're placing, they'll give you that for free. They'll show you how many ads you need to place in order to get the listings and um, the buyers and the deals that you want. So pipelineprotools.com slash fight club. The other one is Monica Weekly herself. She has a company because we all know that part of marketing is posting on social media. So Ghost Poster is her company and she will send you every day, Monday through Friday, something to post on your social media. And it's Ghost Poster, G-O, I'm sorry, not go. 
G-H-O-S-T-P-O-S-T-R, no E.com. Sign up for free. Get, start getting your social media going. All right, Jim, questions? Yes, ma'am. Can you read me the um, Code of Ethics? Article two, and it goes down to, you know, two, one, two, 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 three, two, four, two, five. Uh, but article two says, realtors shall avoid exact exaggeration, misrepresentation, or concealment of pertinent facts relating to the property or the transaction. So it's, it's very broad in its, uh, in its, in its uh, statement. Um, factors defined as non-material by law or regulation or which are expressly referenced in law or regulation as not being subject to disclosure are considered not pertinent or purposes for purposes of Article 2. And then there's another one. Uh, parties or realtors uh, shall not be parties to the naming of a false consideration in any document unless it is uh, the naming of an obviously nominal consideration. Uh, the realtor shall only be obligated to discover and disclose adverse factors reasonably apparent to someone with expertise in those areas required by their real estate licensing authority. Article two does not impose uh, the realtor the obligation of expertise in other professional or technical disciplines. So in other words, we don't give legal advice, we don't give uh, tax advice, you know, we don't interpret uh, title insurance policies and things like that. But uh, this buyer said, you were unethical. Uh, you didn't, um, you didn't uh, disclose the correct information. Did the buyer agree that the agent said, I don't know? That was part of the, the agent's defense. I answered, honestly, I don't know. He overextended his answer. Bingo. That was now it's like, but is over. Oh, whoops. Is over in your answer. A violation. He went on. He did not have the correct information. Venture to guess because he had heard that there were other shopping centers coming into the area and other commercial development, but he didn't know. He should have stuck with, I don't know. If I were asked that question, I would have said basically the same thing. I don't know. I've heard different stories. Do you want all the, uh, the proper authorities in the community or would you like me to make a couple of phone calls? I would not have said, oh, I think it's, such and such or such and such. That's what really got him into trouble. Here's the thing though about, yes, I agree. I think he should have said, I don't know. He should have also then just asked a question like if, is there, if it's something like specific, does, would that make you not buy this property? Like, is this, is this a pertinent fact basically? Right. Because sometimes they, people ask questions, but they don't really want to know the answer. And so then you're off running around doing all this work for something you really didn't care shit about. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I had, I had a question yesterday from, from one of my agents and he said, is cigarette smoke in a house, a pertinent fact? I said, well, was it obvious when you walked in? Right. 
Well, a, but people oh, yeah. are losing their smell too with COVID and stuff. So it's yeah. like, well, I should have been disclosed before I wasted the time to drive there and show it, you know, to my client and waste their time. I said, well, here's what you may want to do. You may want to contact the listening agent and say, uh, here's some feedback for you. Um, if I may, uh, I'd like to suggest maybe putting some remarks uh, in the in the agent's remark section of our MLS and say that there is a rather strong smell of cigarettes. Right. There's a smoker in there or something like that. Yeah. Or at least make the phone call. This is why we should call the agents before they show our listings to like explain some things and like also ask questions about their buyer. Yeah. But also you had mentioned like, okay, if you're going to ask the question to the potential buyer, asking them if they want you to get the information or if they want to get it. And I am going to fight you, Jim, on this. I know. And, and here's, and How do I you know, know? you're going to say that. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I just assume, cause I know you so well. Um, we had our errors and omissions insurance attorney, uh, give a little chat. Uh, the other day at our office. And he says, you know, the five things that you need to do to stay out of trouble. And uh, he, he just drove home the point, And I've had this driven home by other attorneys in my past. It is the responsibility of the parties to discover. Exactly. So the buyer to discover yes. that information. Because you run into the same problem, right? So like you get a hold of somebody at the whatever the zoning or what the permit department or whatever. And they're like, Oh, it's a whatever. Right. Well, and then it resells to somebody that a new permit happens. And now you've told the buyer that that's what they told you, but you've also said it. So if this guy's in violation, so are you. Yeah. What I would have done is I would have gotten the name and the phone number and say, call them because I don't want anything lost in the translation. Exactly. And that way you can ask all your questions. Yeah. And, but in this particular case, this uh, one's hard. I'm like 50, 50. I feel like that's why I picked it. (laughs) I feel like technically he did violate it unless and oh he's like so close to not violating it unless the buyer acknowledged that he said he did not know he acknowledged that his response was i don't know but he had proceeded to respond with false information therefore the panel found him in violation of article 2 oh. this is a real slippery slope of do I or don't I don't and give them the information. That's why on my website, I've got all sorts of links to the police department, to zoning, to schools, you know, don't take my word for it. And what's important to you may not be important to me or whatever. So you ask the questions and you get the answers directly from the authority. Agreed. So, yeah, I thought you'd like this one. What was his, did it, does it tell you what he, what happened to him? No, he was just found in violation. Uh, They don't go into any of the. uh, That sucks because that's so easy to do. To be like, I don't know, but I know that there's like shopping centers over there. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's a violation. But like, it's so off the cuff, like random. Mm -hmm. We want. Rule number one, according to our E&O insurance uh, attorney was, is a rule number one is be friendly, but don't be stupid. <laughs> we want to always help. That's our nature. Yeah. But, but don't be stupid. 
Don't say things you don't know. I think this is actually like a really good like thing in life, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you don't know, just be like, I don't know. Let's find out. Or Or ask another question. Like, why are you asking? Or is it important to you? Or like, what, what is it? Why'd you ask that question? Like, you know what I mean? What do you want to know about that? Because it's never even often the first question they ask. It's usually like the second or third. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he probably would have said like, no, I don't really care. Like, it's fine. And then, you know, I don't know. Well, I, I had a sale fall through not too long ago. Uh, a week after the home inspection, which everything was okay, the, the, the listing agent came back to me and says, oh, by the way, the seller just found out uh, that they're widening the highway in front of the house from two lanes to four lanes. That's a bird. Uh, I won't repeat what my response was. I just say I call <clears throat> on that. Yeah. I called the county and I said, when did you first send out uh, the notification letters? Oh, July of 2020. Yeah, they didn't the just like randomly decide. The seller knew, you know, shame on the seller and we got the cancellation and you're lucky it wasn't. And it was before you bought. Yep. I saved my client a lot of grief. (laughs) She would have lost half her front yard. Yeah. That's terrible. But the good news is I found her something else and she loves it and everything's Jake. Beautiful. Great. (laughs) Well, Jim, if people want to get a hold of you or they have a referral for you in Minnesota, what is the best way? I love referrals. Uh, 612-562-7461 or Jim Camerata at KW.com. Awesome. Thanks for being on. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.